You got to make it automatic. We can't just have one month. Really, hey, I saved up some money. Let me invest. That's going to give you minimal results, right? That's not how investing works. It's every single month, every single week. You got to put money aside and you got to keep investing. You have to keep that pace. You can't take your foot off the gas pedal. Also, that is helpful when it comes to emotion. A lot of times when the market is hot, asset values are hot for whatever you're investing in, it's easy to put in money because everything's going great. And then what happens if you're left up to your own devices in the market turns, like what the economy is currently down over the last year, you feel very hesitant. You don't want to put money in because everything feels terrible, right? So just putting it automatic, being consistent about it, saving during good times and bad times is what I see that really helps move people forward. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to the Free Retiree Show, your go-to podcast for your career and your finances. Happy 2023. Serge, how was your New Year's? I was you, great. You, you I, excited. Uh, you party hard. I was asleep by 9.45, maybe 10. God, uh, you're old. We eat dinner by 5 o'clock too? We ate at 7 at Westside Grill in Gilroy. I know when you get older, you want to keep eating earlier and earlier. That's yeah, true. Thing. So, uh, yeah, we passed out by 10. We did the East Coast New Year thing. But what about you? What did you guys do? Just hung out with family. That's basically it. Back in the old days, would have been raging, looking for a bar. But you know what? No. I can't even. In our old age. Stay up that late. It's just so much better to just relax, get, get eight hours in, and just start off the day fresh. I agree. So speaking of starting the year off fresh, what we are going to do today, we're going to talk about the steps to become a successful investor in 2023. It's the start of the year. It's time to recalibrate, time to get that focus, time to make some financial goals happen this year. This is the year that we're going to make sure that all our listeners achieve success or a certain level of success. So we, today we got eight steps, eight steps that is going to help you move forward. And when I put these together, this was things that I thought of dealing with the hundreds of households I've dealt with, the ones that make it, the ones that actually make a dent in their financial goals, the ones that go forward. And hopefully you guys are going to get a lot of value out of this today because I think this is really important. Yes, everyone wants money. Everyone wants to make money, buy a house, whatever. If you don't get all these things, from my experience, I've seen it's hard to make progress. So Step number one, find your purpose. We talk about a lot on this podcast. You got to find your purpose before you can move forward. Generally, from what I've seen, people that find their purpose, they're more committed. They're more determined. They, they don't lose their course. And one thing a, a mentor of mine told me way back when, said, you want to be successful, said, get a wife or get kids. That'll instantly make you become more successful because you're going to have a purpose in life. And that doesn't work for everybody, but... A lot of the times I find that to be true. Serge, what's your take on that? That's interesting. I haven't heard it said like that before, but it makes sense because you're no longer the priority, right? I think when you're single, you have all the time in the world, you do whatever you want and everything's about you. I think when you are married or have kids, you start to have more perspective and then things start to balance out and you start doing living for others in a certain way. And that pushes you to do more. Absolutely. And the other thing with that is it doesn't have to be just family. You can find your purpose in helping others, helping the community. I think for myself, that fuels me not having kids. My wife's enough fuel in the fire. It's easy to get up and work for that. But I think, you know, if you find something that's near and dear to your heart, something that can help society, help people, that really helps. So yes, we all need money for stuff, for life, but at the end of the day, we're not taking it with us. So if you can leave a legacy, leave an 
impression on this world, a difference I think that will help in your financial goals. Number two, set goals. And Serge, we were just talking about this before. What are your goals for 20? Sergio Patterson does not have any goals for 2023, Dude, by the it way. It just started. It's like January you gotta 2nd. Get on this, man. You got to get on this. It should have been in December. You should have these goals lined up. But having goals is extremely important, especially when it comes to building wealth, because all of us have, it's not just about having the goals. It's about the strategy behind the goals, right? What is the goal? Is it written down on paper? If you have a goal in your mind, it's not written down on a piece of paper somewhere in your house. I don't count that as a goal because it's easy for us to have random thoughts and things that we want. But if you yeah. haven't used the energy to put it down on paper, I don't think it counts. Along with that, you got to have the pathways that you're going to use to get these goals. The timelines, you got to have timelines, right? You got to have, hey, by this date, this is going to happen, right? Because amazing thing happens. We learned from our buddy, Michael Mintz, that came on about a month ago, the importance of having a timeline because you can, if you have a timeline and it's say it's three months out, you can yeah. get so much done in those three months versus timeline that's 10 years out you get the same amount of work done. Having that timeline is important. Yeah. Having it written down so you don't cheat yourself, absolutely important. So what's yeah, been without... your goal? I know you don't have a lot of goals, Sergio, but what would your take be on, the, on setting goals? That makes me feel great. Happy 2023. <laughs> no, I think what I was thinking about is, yeah, without having a goal or defining them, you're just kind of getting by every day in life without any direction, right? You're just trying to make it. You're just trying to, okay... Let's get through this week. But if we actually have goals and we can work backwards from, I want to do, I want to save this amount of money by December, 2023. Mm -hmm. like, to me, that's a goal, right? And then you figure out what are the tactics I need to do to hit that goal. Yep. So I think for us this year, our goal is to save enough money to where we could put a down payment on a house. Love it. There we go. Yeah. I'm writing it down. I'm putting it on my refrigerator because you you know, I got to do that for you. I feel like the crash is coming on. I know that's not what this episode is about, but we want to be ready if, if something happens. The real estate market's cooling off. There's opportunity, people, for people that are first-time home buyers in 2023. Get ready. It looks like the winds are changing. Number three, consistent investing. Now, consistency, that's just an important part of life in general, right? It's all about can you keep up a consistent habit? For instance, Lee Michael Murphy's diet. I have eaten fantastic since the start of the year, which has been about a couple of days. Good Got job. my calories start, on point. I'm intermittent fasting. But the key is going to be, can I stay consistent? Because I can eat as good as I can today and maybe tomorrow I'll eat fantastic. But if I go the next two months of eating pizza and ice cream, it's probably going to work out. So what's your fitness goal, Lee? Right now, my fitness goal is to start intermittent fasting for the rest of the year and start working out three times a week. So do you have a target amount of weight you want to lose or is it about building muscle? What is it? It is right now about losing weight. I'm a little, the scales are tilted in a wrong direction. <laughs> they're a little bit heavy. The numbers are quite perplexing. It's because they're very high and I'm just like, hey, I got to get that number down. So yeah, right now it's all about that weight loss and muscle, little muscle would be great, but man, I don't want to feel like Jurassic Park when I'm walking around. Awesome, man. You can do it. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. But being consistent. So going back to the investing. You got to make it automatic. We can't just have one month. Where you're like, hey, I saved up some money. Let me invest. That's going to give you minimal results, right? That's not how investing works. It's every single month, every single week. You got to put money aside and you got to keep investing. You have to keep that pace. You can't take your foot off the gas pedal. Also, that is helpful when it comes to emotions, right? A lot of times when the market is hot, asset values are hot for whatever you're investing in. 
it's easy to put in money because everything's going great. And then what happens if you're left up to your own devices in the market turns, like what the economy's currently done over the last year, you feel very hesitant. You don't want to put money in because everything feels terrible, right? So just putting it automatic, being consistent about it, saving during good times and bad times is what I see that really helps move people forward. So consistency is number three. The automatic investing. Number four, get rid of high interest, bad debt. So for you people that have credit card debt out there, get rid of it. Make this the year that you're not a slave to the credit card companies. Live your own life, get financial freedom. That starts first by not being a slave to the financial companies that you might have these credit cards with. Get rid of that debt. We talk about not having debt and we generalize it as all bad, but debt, oh, not all debt is yeah. bad. Debt for a home is good and it can be advantageous to your financial picture. Investment property, amazing use of debt. But when you have it on credit cards, you're really just hurting yourself and paying these big corporations yeah. and basically working for them. Especially the ones with high interest. We have a couple that... I'm realizing are just the interest rates too high. So that's another goal I think for us is to get rid of those with the one the ones that have too high of an interest rate. Yep. Yep. So I like that. That's a good goal. We'll add that to your list, Sergio. And then tip number five, save and invest the proper amount, right? So we're talking about you got to get consistent with your investing. If you're putting in a dollar every month, that's not going to give you the results you want. So make sure you're living by that 50, 30, 20 life. Serge loves this. Best if you thing. haven't listened. If you guys haven't listened to this podcast before, you're going to hear it pretty much every other podcast. 50% of your money to essential expenses, like your house, your health. 30% to discretionary items. That's the food, going out, the travel. 20% of the money you're bringing in should be going to your investments. First, fill up that savings account. Once you get three to six months, then start investing. That's how you're going to really move forward. If you're someone that's in retirement, Live by a 50, 45, five principle, 50% essential, 45 discretionary. You've done well, you're in retirement, so you can afford to spend more on the fun stuff. And then 5%, we're going to keep saving, investing. And then, you know, as you get more successful, the people that are starting out, we have a lot of listeners that are out of college, they're entering the job force, they're making money that they haven't made before. Avoid lifestyle creep, right? Lifestyle yeah. creep is real. It was relatively easy when you're starting out to not spend a lot of money when you're not making a lot of money. But as you make more money, it's really tempting to go buy that new BMW. It's really tempting to go make that Europe trip because you have the money, right? And none of that stuff is bad within reason. Make sure it's budgeted in, you factor yeah. it, not just by like your pure emotions of I need this because that will never end up. Victoria needs a new car. Yes, that is one. I hope you're listening, Victoria. <laughs> I'm a proponent that you need a new car. <laughs> I am the wall. That will prevent that new car. We're, we're working on it, but it's all it's within reason. Don't you encourage this? Don't you encourage this? <laughs> Out of bounds, man. Out of bounds. <laughs> but yes, those things are fine, but make sure they're built into your budget. There's a plan for it. If you are getting a new car, a lot of people get new cars this time of year. Good rule of thumb, buying a car is always a terrible investment. It is always a terrible, unless you're Sergio yeah. Patterson, you buy a Tesla right before COVID and you're saving on gas and your Tesla appreciates in value, which is the most ridiculous thing. I think it's I've going back down though. The market, yeah. I think the market's correcting now. It is, but still it's been pretty good to you. Yeah. Cars are always a terrible investment for the most part, but if you are going to buy a car, keep it to one third of your annual income. If you're going to buy it and have the idea that you're going to keep that for a really long period of time, you're going to drive it till it's paid off. A lot of people don't like that, but that's the way to do it. Make sure you got one third of your income and have the idea that you're going to keep that car forever. That's the right way to do it. Buy used if you can. Let's see here. Tip number six, uh, pick up a side hustle. 
This is one that Serge and I always talk about. Vitally important. The reason being, if you're short on money, say you're like, ah, I'm doing all I can, Lee, and I can't save that money. All right. It doesn't give you an excuse to just quit on what that number should be that you should be saving investing. You got to pick up a side hustle. Everyone can do it. In the gig economy, there are so many opportunities yeah. out there. So sacrifice a Saturday a month, a couple Saturdays, a couple Sundays, and work on something that could eventually become a business. That's what I've seen that really works well for folks that are that they find something that they're very talented in and something that they can turn in their own business. Yes, it starts off as a side hustle, but then it has the potential to become something so much more. So that would be my tip number six. That's a good one. I think to your point in this economy and with all the technology we have, like it's too easy to, to do it. Too many options. Too many options. You go on Fiverr, just Uber, you can DoorDash. You can do so many things that make a little money. You can referee. I was, uh, need to look into that. That would actually be fun. Man, it is ridiculous. Like I'm a soccer coach, my hobby. And the amount of incompetent referees that there is out there getting paid ridiculous money is, <laughs> it makes me so upset sometimes. I, I want to look in, uh, we'll talk about it offline. I want to look into the process because that actually might be fun and it could be an extra little couple hundred bucks a month, right? Or oh like yeah. Like the, uh, for soccer refereeing, when I ref way back when the dinosaurs were around, being a sideline referee for a game was 60 bucks cash. The so cash. Easy. That's so easy. Yeah, being a center ref was about 80 bucks cash. I think now it's well over a hundred for each of those. If you're, if you get a competition roughing license, which you can get in a day, but yeah, it's an easy way to make some side money. I'm going to look into that. Just <laughs> your games. <laughs> I will strangle you. <laughs> I'll strangle you in front of the parents and children. <laughs> All right. Tip number seven, build a portfolio of high quality assets. Things that we've talked about before that we think are great. Real estate always generally can be a great investment. High quality stocks and not speculative in nature. And a business, business that's well run. Those are things that are high quality assets. So focus on that. Don't focus on low quality stuff like random companies that you hear about at the water yeah. cooler, family members starting a company. Don't do that. That doesn't generally end up well. But Now's not the time to try to get rich quick, in my opinion. Nope. That time has passed. This is the time yeah. for survival and reaping the rewards of, you know, being able to act when asset values are down. Remember, just because this is a downturn does not mean there is not opportunity. Some of the most successful investors I've met have done it during these downturns. So keep yep. your eye out for those opportunities. And then last one, this one, a shout out to a old friend of ours, Ryan Sterling. Think of the life that you've always wanted. I think that's so very important in this journey. It's too much, too many things get us caught up in wealth and more money and material things. But I think it's really important to think of your life outside of all that material stuff. Think of the life you've always wanted, free from more money, free from material things, and start to value your time and your health. Because without those things, without the time and without your health, you have nothing. Right. So really focus on what's important. It isn't more money. Like um, really focus on spending time with the people you love and care about. And I think that for 2023, that is going to be a major focus of mine. But being in this business, I've just seen so many people that were healthy pass away. They had lots of money, but maybe get caught up too much in their work. And so while it's good to hustle, it's good to make money, don't lose sight of the true meaning of living and the yeah. people that are close to you. So it's that's all I got at the, expense, at the expense of your health. Yeah. And I think I'm learning a it. lot of that from you, to be honest. Like you've told me that for many years now, and I think that's something I'm taking more to heart and I think you're absolutely right on it. So yeah, don't work yourself to death. 
take care of those stuff you love and cherish your time and your health right work on those things right so that is all we got today folks it's gonna be a great 2023 thanks for turning our podcast we love all our listeners best luck in this new year adios Securities offered through Securities America Incorporated, member FINRA, www.finra.org, SIPC, www.sipc.org, a separate entity. Lee Michael Murphy is licensed with the California Department of Insurance, license 0H18660. Lee Michael Murphy is a investment advisor representative with Securities America Advisors, a registered investment advisor. The free retiree, Securities America Advisors, and Securities America Incorporated are separate entities. Career Advisor Sergio Patterson, Attorney Matt McElroy are not affiliated with Securities America Advisors or Securities America Incorporated. Securities America Advisors, Securities America Incorporated, and its representatives do not provide tax or legal advice. Therefore, it's important to coordinate with your tax or legal advisor regarding your specific situation. The content heard in this podcast is not intended to be tax, investment, or legal advice and is intended as general guidance only. You should contact your own tax advisor, financial advisor, or attorney to answer questions about your specific situation or needs before acting upon this information. Third-party source information or comments are not verified, may not be accurate, and are not necessarily representative of all client or audience experience. A portion of this event was paid by a third party. The opinions of career advisor Sergio Patterson do not reflect the opinions of Facebook, Inc. The opinions of attorney Matt McGorry do not reflect the opinions of Castaneda and Company.